there's a really cool magic potion, okay? And it's called your mindset. I left my failing business that resulted in thousands of dollars of debt and almost killed my passion for entrepreneurship to set out on a journey to build a business I could enjoy doing the rest of my life. I went all in to learn a new skill and found myself in the world of funnel marketing. Now I get to talk to entrepreneurs who are creating mass movements and empowering others. I don't know how I'll do it yet, but I know I want to join them. Follow me on my journey as I speak with top entrepreneurs to learn the strategies they are using to build their movements and grow their businesses. I'm your host, Susan Leonardson, and this is Amplify Your Impact. Hey everyone, on this episode, I have Marilyn Crump. She is the expert dream catcher. She is a business coach and mentor, creator of Dream Success Strategy, which teaches principles that help you shift your mindset into abundance so that you can achieve the dreams that you desire. Marilyn has accomplished many levels of success in her public speaking career, where she's spoken at NASA and Civitan International. She has appeared on national commercials as an actress. She is a published author, president of the Peninsula Women's Network in Virginia. She owns several businesses and is a wife to a loving husband and a mom to five kids. So she is very much welcome here on this podcast because she is my people. <laughs> so welcome, <laughs> Marilyn. How are you? Thank you so much, Susan. Yes, people. Right on. <laughs> so I'm really excited for you to be here because you have a skill set in helping people with their mindset and goal setting. Um, and you have this really cool study group too that I want to learn more about. So first, let's, let's all learn together a little bit more about you. Um, how you've done a lot in your, in your career. Um, I want to know how it all started. So it all started when I was failing a class in college and figured out that I am not meant to follow the status quo. So what happened was I had straight A's growing up, was expected to become a brain surgeon and um, went into college pre-med, just got bored of different things. And so classes that I'm not supposed to be failing, I was really doing bad, badly in. And I was majoring on, not majoring, I was self-designing a minor on the side in musical theater. And so long story short, I just, you know, had a revelation. Thank goodness for people who surround you that are positive and say, you know what, it's your life. You need to make up what you want to do and just kind of live it. So after that point, I decided I'm not going to work for anybody. So I've really been my own person since that day. And not that I ever had like a job job. Um, so I'm an anomaly. I'm one of those people that have never had a boss per se. And so um, I've done a lot of freelance work. So of course, then you have somebody in charge of that kind of stuff. But that's how I've been able to accomplish many different types of things. It's because I've had the freedom to do that. And with that, you need to have the right mindset to be able to be alone in most cases. And then to also like keep track of where you're heading so you're not looking back and saying, oh, did I miss something or I'm not living my best life. So to me, that's been very important to commit to that. Yeah. So one of the things that you tell people how to do is you, you say how to chart your milestones. And that's something that I don't really hear anyone talking about. So can you tell us what that looks like and, and how one would do that? Yeah, absolutely. So I love, I love it when people say they're leveling up. 
because to me, then they're really charting how they're getting to some place that they've never been before. A lot of times people are living this kind of up and down existence. They go, oh, I've had some wins. Now I'm not so doing so good. And, you know, they're reporting the, the wins and losses all the time. But then you ask, where are you trying to go? And they have no clue. So when I help a client, when I'm doing business coaching, I'm saying, all right, there are certain milestones you know you're going to get to when you're doing a particular type of career. So let's say you're an actor. You're going to be um, studying first, then you're going to finally get an extra role, then you're going to do a day player role, then you're going to hopefully become a regular somewhere, and then you become a known person. And those things are the milestones. And if you look at any business out there, they all have it. So it's really trying to figure out, okay, how do you accelerate to towards the next milestone? Quit wasting time. Yes, you've experienced that, but it's time to move on. Or there's people who just become like what I call professional extras. And they're doing that in every field, not just in acting. Like they're sitting on the sidelines for entrepreneurship thinking, I'm going to get my next big client. But yet they're not looking at things as a big milestone. They're going from zero to 60. And it's dangerous and it makes you feel like you're not worthy. And then it makes you quit too early. So it's, it's basically, basically your take on breaking your big goal down into smaller goals. And then those smaller goals would be the milestones, right? right. Got yeah, it. It's almost like to be celebrated, right? When you think of milestones, like a baby, you celebrate each one, but how come we don't do it for ourselves? Absolutely. And I think that is so important because that's really what keeps us going. If we're not stopping to celebrate those those successes, it can feel like you're never actually accomplishing what you're trying to accomplish. And it's like, I've been working for months and I haven't been able to even get to that goal. But really, you've been able to accomplish many, many goals along that way. Um, yeah. So yeah. And also, just as a side note to all of that, you don't see a baby going from like walking to going back to crawling again. And what people tend to forget, you've hit that milestone, quit trying to hit it again. You're going to go past that, like even further than you even imagined, if you let yourself. A lot of people go, oh, I'm good at this milestone. I think I'm going to stay with that because that's their confidence level. And so that's how I equate it, saying, okay, you've already crawled. You've already walked. Now let's run. Now let's take an airplane. You know, you have many other things to do. Stop doing that thing. Yeah. The, I'm, I'm kind of a video game nerd a little bit. And so when you were saying that, my mind went to like playing the old Nintendo games when you would get so far in the level and you'd hit a save point. And then if you died, you wouldn't go all the way back to the beginning. You would just go to that, like that save point. So that's what I was imagining. Like you, you can't go back. You can only go forward. <laughs> that's right. Or you're a pro at that one level and you just keep playing that. And being yeah. There. But then, you know, you go to somewhere else and they're like, Oh no, they're playing a totally different level. <laughs> right. Exactly. You have to, you know, work your way up to that. Absolutely. That's, that's awesome. So you're also really good at goal setting, obviously. So do you have a, um, like what's, what's your way of goal setting? I know I, there's a lot of different methods out there. So what's your preferred method and, um, and how do you help people be better at goal setting? Cause that's something I struggle with. <laughs> well, here you go. You're going to want to write this down because it's so super simple and it's fantastic. And so th that's why I call myself the expert dream catcher. So the method is the word dream. So you start with a direction, then really, really relinquish things that do not 
serve that direction. I can't even overemphasize that. And then you wanna build your efficiencies before you take the action. And then you will achieve momentum. So you broke it down, D-R-E-A-M. What tends to happen to a lot of people that I know is that they are motivated, they're driven, but they live in action world and they don't do D-R-E. And then they go, why am I frustrated? Why am I overwhelmed? All these buzzwords that everybody's like throwing around everywhere. But to me, if you already figured out, okay, I'm gonna do this one thing until I get to the milestone I'm looking for, and then I'm going to stop other projects for just a minute, doesn't mean that you can't do a lot of things later on, but you just have to, at that moment, super concentrate because what you're looking for is that genius level in executing the action. So what you're doing before you even move a muscle, you have to visualize everything. I equate it to Tesla and when he would design everything in his head, go over inventions and say, okay, that's gonna go wrong if I did that. I would look at a whole pie chart of action. And if you had like an hour to do something, I would do 20 whole minutes of just pre-planning before I even got to the stride, right? Then that eliminates a lot of like distraction it also gives me a better kind of flow when I get into it so that even if I'm multitasking at that point, I already know what I'm supposed to be doing. It's so easy and smooth. And then you said before I have five kids, that is such a needed thing when you have five kids because distractions come. But since I've already worked out the efficiencies before I started, then it's easier for me to get over the hurdle of the distraction because I have a solid plan in mind. And then the momentum part, you really need to leverage that moment. And so, um, but you can't stay there forever. The big thing that I want people to know is that after you've hit a momentum, you're gonna retrograde back because it's gonna shove you into a new direction. So when you feel like, hey, everything was going so good, all of a sudden things aren't working right or I'm not getting the clients I used to get, what's going on? That's the moment you say, yes, that's happening. I need to reevaluate create a new direction. So I see it as this wave pattern and the wave keeps climbing up, but you need that moment of retrograde in order to get to that next level. So one of the things that you just talked about was being able to, because you've already um, figured out the efficiencies part, you're able to still work efficiently when you have those like curveballs come into your day, like your kids. <laughs> this is actually probably my biggest struggle right now is because I work from home um, and I have three kids at home. And so I feel like, oh my gosh, I can't get anything done until like they're in bed because, because they're, you know, they need attention. Of course, we want to give our kids attention, but you know, even when they're off playing on their own, it's like constantly in and out. Um, so I, I actually, can we dive in a little bit to an example of what that would look like? And if you don't mind, can you, can we use me as an example? Oh, like sure. The, the D-R-E-A-M. Let me be your expert dream catcher right now. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think there's probably gonna be a lot of people in the audience that, I mean, I know for sure that a lot of my listeners are in that same boat where, you know, you're working from home, you have kids. Um, or, you know, whatever else is going on throughout the day that's just distracting. And it feels like I'm spending so much time getting like back to focusing when I am back into my, you know, work time. Um, so yeah, I think this could be really helpful to a lot of people, not just me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, there's a really cool magic potion. Okay. 
and it's called your mindset. So when you first wake up in the morning, I know most people kind of just stumble into the kitchen, get into their closet and just whatever they're like tangibly like holding, that's what they're going to do. For me, I have to picture it all first, kind of like walking across the room, right? You have your own will that you have to pull through the room. And let me tell you, there's, I have uh, four-year-old twins, okay? So even the feat of walking across the room can be very distracting because they're like running all over the place, you know, screaming and all that good stuff. And so what I have to picture is like, I'm going to get there. I'm going to get to that chair that I want to sit in. I'm going to have my books in, uh, in front of me that I want. I have to picture it and then I have to have the will to get there. So your will and your purpose and your visual, your visualization is going to be huge tools for you. Now, that's all good and fluffy, but what do you do when they are screaming in your face and you're still trying to get things done? So I tell people, I get rid of a lot of things that are clunky in my process. So I do work from home as well. And what's clunky is that trying to be stationary when I know that I have to be overseeing several rooms at once, right? Uh, my kids range from 15 to four. And so everybody's into different things and I have to still be a mom and still do the things I need to do. So I have a portable desk that has wheels on it. Okay. So I can literally chase the twins around with my laptop while something's processing. So if I'm uploading a video, if I'm like uh, tweaking a course that I'm making, it's still in front of me, but I can be there for them as well. So it's much better for me because I feel like I'm not having to give up one or the other. I can balance the two things and it is achievable as long as you don't get annoyed by the imperfection because there is no perfect um, process, especially when you're a mother. It's just not going to happen. That is not your job to be perfect. And when I say um, what my meaning of perfection is this, when certain processes come together and it's none of your doing at all, and you say, wow, that was perfect. It's because you relinquished your own attitude and your own control over everything and really appreciated that perfection only comes when you observe and see all the different things coming together without your hand in it. And so we tend to um, get like really anxious sometimes when we're like, okay, this is how I pictured it in my head going, but yet here's the curveball, like you said. So in order for you to really appreciate that moment, you have to say, hey, look at me. Despite all of that, I'm actually pretty good at multitasking. Like, don't let that be a bad word. And I use a lot of apps now on my phone. We live in a wonderful time that we can do a lot of different things uh, with technology and we should embrace it. So if you're one of those people that are like, oh no, I still like doing things like the old fashioned way, that might still work for some cases, but if you're a mom and you're multitasking, you want to get pretty smart and efficient, start using all those tools. So when you um, were talking about like when you're going to, you're going, you're, you have a like new project or a new client or whatever, and you, before you sit down, you, you mentioned the, like, if you have an hour's worth of work time for a project, you're going to spend 20 minutes doing the planning. So like, are you planning out, is that, would that be considered the efficiency stage? Yes, absolutely. So um, from communication to like looking at every kind of piece of paperwork that you're going to need to send to a specific client, you want to already have those things in your hands without having to um, like dig them out. So a lot of times people get um, 
really disorganized because they have the kids, they have the jobs, they have all these things. To me, that's excuses that you have to relinquish. And if you're really going to take a moment and you said, okay, the only time it's quiet around here is at night, try to get ahead, right? So you can say at this moment, I'm going to allot 30 whole minutes in building all my invoices and just see how stupid fast I can do it. You know, just kind of like challenge yourself in good ways when you have the control. When you're trying to manage a household, that is not the time to challenge yourself. That's the time to keep level-headed and like driven towards your persistence that you're gonna get it done no matter what. When everything else is quieted down and it's just you, that's when you should push yourself. And I think that people do it backwards. They get really hot and bothered during the times that they have to interact with family. And then when they're by themselves, they go, oh, I can just decompress and move at my pace. And it's like, before you know it, you've checked Facebook, you're distracting yourself. And you, then you get mad at yourself. You're like, oh, I had all this time to myself and I didn't do anything with it. Well, it's because you have your whole kind of mindset in, in an upside down mode. And it really just needs to be flipped over and then you'll be fine. Yeah, that sounds exactly like me. Like, you know me so well. <laughs> No, but I have been noticing that a lot lately because my business has been picking up and I'm adding more things to my plate, but Mm -hmm. it's like, it's not worth the fight during the day. Not that I'm fighting with my kids, but like fighting to get the stuff done when it's almost impossible sometimes, you know, there's those moments throughout the day where it's okay. But yeah, it's almost like, well, you know what, let me just take it easy, be present with my kids when they need me and not like telling them to go away all the time. Um, And then the day goes easier. And then you're right at night or, you know, wake up earlier in the morning when you have that alone time. Like it's amazing how much more you can get done in that, you know, it it might seem like, oh, well, I'm only going to have two hours later to do this. But in the six hours or seven hours during the day when you're trying to get it done, you're still only doing like that two hours of work anyway. <laughs> so it's just that you're also frustrated and stressed while doing it. And then if you are a work at home person, why would you need to do like a six hour kind of work day? Right? So to me, try to figure out, you know, as far as working with yourself now with others, of course, you're going to have those times where you have appointments and you're making calls But when it comes to your own process, I think, you know, we can even slim it down to two hours. What do you think? Two. I think that would be, yeah. Yeah. Because we have the technology. Think about even five years ago, what you couldn't do five years ago that you can do now. So to me, it's a little ridiculous if you are, if you are not thinking of like a two hour work day, like, yeah, they were talking about four hour work week. I'm talking about two hour work day (laughs) to get all your more. Yeah. Which is more than a four hour work week. Like four hour work week is pretty insane. (laughs) Like, but, but also, you know, achievable if you do it the right way. So yeah, a two hour work day, I think, I think people, people see that and they're like, Oh, there's no way I can get everything done in that amount of time. But if you're working efficiently, um, and you know, using the dream, (laughs) the dream method. Exactly. No, I think that that's huge for a lot of people to even just conceptualize it in that process. A lot of times there's people who go, well, this isn't working right for me, so I need to change my direction yet again. And then that's the, you know, friends that I have that are like, okay, what are you selling this week? Oh, okay, what are you selling next week? (laughs) It's hard to keep up. I understand their frustration. Well, it's only because, you know, 
they're piling it on. They think it's the direction's fault. It's not the direction's fault. You can really learn anything. I mean, if Richard Branson can have multiple businesses, I'm sure he has a process of doing that. That's not going to be overwhelming for him, but also he's probably delegating and he has probably what I call a mastermind. And a lot of people have that um, in their lives so that they can keep moving forward. Now, if let's say you're a stay-at-home mom, working mom, and you don't get out much, how do you form a mastermind to keep you like moving forward? Well, to me, you can have like an imaginary group of mastermind people. So you can say, oh, Susan's in my mastermind. She doesn't even know it, but me listening to her podcast, <laughs> it's like she's talking to me, she's bringing the right guests to me. And I'm so thankful for her that she's accomplishing her mission because it's adding more to my life. So if you can learn to do that, you can say, okay, part of my week is to mastermind with Susan. I'm going to li listen to one of her podcasts per week, take notes and do actionable steps from what I learned from that. So you can really build your own army because how, how different, how else would it be different if it was somebody that you had to go to coffee with and pick their brain and then you know, it, to me, it's a little bit more efficient trying to find Susan's podcast, right? Like that's excellent. So um, I say, so start creating your mastermind, even if it's imaginary. Now, if you want to create like a mastermind in your workplace, then you want to balance it out with people who think differently than you. I think sometimes we hang out with people that think the same as we do. That's all good for encouragement, but I think to be really challenged and to get to that next milestone and get pushed mentally into another level, uh, we need to be with different types of people. I watch men network and they're always like arguing about something, but by the end of the networking meeting or something, they're like shaking hands and man, I'm going to give you my business. La 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 la. Cause they don't mind pushing each other. I think sometimes we women shy away from that kind of what um, we might perceive as drama, but in a way, maybe we might need that push, you know, maybe it's part of what we need to kind of take into our own kind of perspective to stay it's not a bad thing to be challenged. And, I, and you can kind of observe yourself in that situation and say, wow, I really did something different then. Or I said this that I never would have said before. That's really exciting. So keep growing, right? And sometimes the, the tricky, stickiest things help us grow the fastest. Yeah, I love that. Uh, um, I especially love the tip of having your imaginary mastermind. <laughs> that was really awesome. Um, so you actually have a little bit of a mastermind yourself that you've created and it's also, it's like a study group. Can you tell everyone about that? Yes. So one of the biggest influences in my life has been reading books by people like Napoleon Hill and Wallace Waddles. And, uh, I remember we were on a date, my husband and I, when we were just going out, really just learning about each other. He was like, you got to watch this movie. It's called The Secret. And I was like, what kind of cult are you trying to get me into? You know? <laughs> so, um, so I watched that movie and I was like, well, that's a pretty intriguing about mindset and things like that. Well, you know, you get into other things and you discover that there's a lot of text that that was based off of. And then heavily really on Napoleon Hill. And one of the things that Napoleon Hill talks about is um, using your mindset, like think and grow rich, all these different processes, but even in his 1937 uh, version of the book that Think and Grow Rich, the first introduction in there that he writes down is that if you read this book, don't just read it just to read it for entertainment. You're going to have to form a study group, read it over with each other, share your perspectives, and then you're really going to be able to like soak it in. 
And that really stood out in my mind. And the way I do a lot of things is, you know, being able to like bounce off ideas with my husband. So my husband's part of my mastermind. And then I said, well, let's have a, uh, what we call power talk. So uh, back in 2011, we started our first power talk. So that's a constant and it's free. That's a constant mastermind that we do at our studio. We have a self-development studio here in Virginia. And then we've also started broadcasting that for over a year now. So we have um, that as a free, a free thing for people to join in on. It's on Crowdcast. So if people look for me in Crowdcast, they can find the free power talk. Every Saturday morning, um, 9.30 Eastern, we uh, broadcast for about an hour. You really just come with whatever you're like having trouble with or you just want to listen on like certain things that I've accomplished that week or things that are pushing me. Um, it, it, we treat it as a mastermind. So there's not a particular topic there. But I've always wanted to really dive in and showcase to people like what have I put together? And when I take notes on reading a certain bit of text, how does that work? So I created this course that is a um, study group. So it's called the Dream Study Group. And we're starting with the book, Think and Grow Rich, but we're gonna um, eventually move on to other books as well. So technically I'm not teaching the principles in Think and Grow Rich. We're deciphering it based on my dream success strategy. Um, but of course, as we decipher it, we're gonna learn the nuggets. So it's really cool. So you're learning two systems at once when you do that. And so that consists of like, um, some pre-videos that I put up there so that you can read first and then participate in our uh, live Zoom call where we can ask each other questions and then I give you even deeper nuggets of what things I've discovered. If you were to see my book, it looks like hieroglyphics. Like there's like writing all over the place. I am, my, no books that come to me, if I really read them, they're all marked up. Okay. So that's how I do it. Yeah. That's awesome. So, and you have, um, you have a discount. So if anyone wanted, if anyone yeah. listening would like to go check out and join the dream study group, uh, Marilyn has a little bit of a, an offer for you guys. Yeah. So I really am very, very thankful for Susan having me on here. And, um, I wanted to create just a nice discount for anyone listening who might be interested. It's, uh, type in all caps, Susan two zero. And you get 20% off of the course. And let me tell you, okay, the course is only 165. And it's crazy because, you know, we have people that follow us from India and things like that. So I couldn't price it too high. But technically, if I was just selling it to the US market, it'll probably be over $500. So take advantage of that. But not only that, right now, if um, you join between now and um, the end of October, you get a 20% affiliate code um, after October because our live portion will end, but the course will still exist. Then it drops down to 10% after that point. So I'm saying, hey, this is one of those courses you wanna spread the word. And if some people are like trying to make bank on affiliate stuff, this is a fun one. Um, but also you get to learn how to think and grow rich and it's been excellent in my life. I can't even tell you the things that I've accomplished. And we're living in our dream house, like. Just when I thought our house was big, we find a bigger house. It's pretty crazy, but you know, you kind of need a bigger house when you have five kids, but that's okay. <laughs> and so, um, yes, if you want to look for that course, look up expertdreamcatcher.teachable.com and that's where you're going to get to. 
And then you can also find us on Facebook. We have a, um, if you look up Think and Grow Rich Dream Study Group, you'll, you'll find us there as well. And that's a free group. Anyone can just join in if they're already reading it by themselves and they just want some feedback. They, that's something you can do. Thank you so much, Marilyn. Did you have any other final thoughts that you wanted to say that I didn't get to with you? Sure. Um, I just wanted to say to people, there could be times that no one is encouraging you. And I've been there um, in that position as well. And I've been through divorce. This is not my life. Like this is, has not been my life um, when I was younger. Like there were some really hard times. So I just say, keep your chin up, surround yourself with people that are like-minded and just stay as positive as possible. You will get there and don't stop believing. Awesome. Thank you so much, Marilyn, for being with us today. Thanks, Susan. I appreciate you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Amplify Your Impact. If you're loving what you're hearing, please subscribe and leave a review to help others like you discover the show. And have you ever wondered what the secret to a successful funnel is? Are you sick and tired of trying funnels and getting nowhere? Jump on a free 15-minute call with me and I'll give you my number one secret to creating a profitable funnel that converts. Just visit SusanLeonardson.com forward slash discover and book that call with me.